One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to be read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to be read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. from the future we ended up talking for a really long time about this episode so um we did decide to split it into two parts uh just like we did last week so that you have two one hour episodes so kind of easier to handle and and uh hopefully not lose your place in on commutes or whenever it is you're listening so um if this is the episode that is pulling up first for you go ahead and take a pause go back and listen to part one because otherwise this probably won't make much sense so and my name is Carmen, and it's a beautiful day for <laughs> Carmen is also here. Uh, I'm here. Hello. So, from yeah, the if future. You, if you found this one first, just uh, click back one episode. Uh, make sure you listen to part one first, and then come back to this one, and it'll all just make more sense. For some reason, we didn't think we were going to talk about this for two hours, which doesn't make Spoilers! any logical sense, because we obviously did. I have so much to say about how much I hate Derek, so... <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It was great. This is a wonderful episode. Just go it back is. and make sure take you're the listening time. in the right order. Yeah. Also, just like be on the lookout because I think this may be a recurring theme that we have to do because we're talking a lot more lately. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, enjoy the episode. Thanks to all of our favorite favorite people, and we are back. Thank you. Thank you for those kind, kind words, those beautiful words. Whatever they said to go buy, go buy it. Do it. Capitalism. <laughs> Woohoo! We love it so much. Love it so much. Did you see also <laughs> North Korea just was like, oh, we love everything Russia's doing right now. It's Here's so a missile. Ballistic the, missile whilst we're meeting with Putin. Yeah. It's the divine mission to secure Ukraine Did into your borders. Did we talk about the guy who was like 
in the military and he was going to get in trouble and he was like on a tour in South Korea and he literally, they were like at the border of North and South Korea and he literally went ha 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 and ran across the border into North Korea and has been in North Korean captivity ever since then. No, this was like a couple months ago, but I was like, this person needs some assistance. They're not going to get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm North Korean now. He literally said ha 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 and ran across the border. Oh boy. Um <laughs> sheesh. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Some people, man. I can't <laughs> I, don't know. I can't I don't know what to say about it. I am not well enough versed on the geopolitical climate in the Asian region of this world to really have any comments. So I will just say what a story. <laughs> yeah. I'll circle back. <laughs> We'll take this one offline. Uh, let's take a small break and go over to everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Ha ha! Living in Shondaland! Ha ha! <laughs> that was a good, that was a good one. I like that. It's called thematic. It's called thematic. The circling back. Uh, <laughs> circling back. Uh, okay, so there are three people. All right. What's the breakdown? We got one male and two females i feel like in part of the theming i should have said what is the 21st century breakdown <sighs> green day great song um one male two females mm -hmm. the male is the junior varsity Derek shepherd no damn it <laughs> shadow shepherd shadow shepherd all right, I'm done. That's it. Well, let me let me take a guess on the girls. Let me see if I can redeem okay. this here. Okay. The the girls are um Beth. No. Okay. Um, so it is uh, the right. two it's seizure patrol or the boy and the girl. Oh man. Okay. All right. And then and is it then, one of the tumor the tumor girls? One of the siblings? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the hot one? It's the older one. The, old, the older sister? Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. So Seizure Patrol gets into Shondaland. That's, man, Seizure Patrol is now canon in Shondaland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, Wendy Hoops or Hopes, I'm not sure, because um, it's H-O-O-P-E-S. Hoopes. Hoopies. Um, played <laughs> Trisha Shelley. I got to go take is, a Hoopies right now. She's the oldest sibling in the tummy problems family. Uh, and she was in one episode of Private Practice. Um, BK Cannon is the girl band geek in Seizure Patrol. They did not have names. They were literally boy and girl band geek. Um, and then she was in one episode of How to Get Away with Murder. And then Marcus McGee is the boy band geek. And he was in one episode of Scandal. So we have all three represented. Imagine. Imagine your last name is McGee. I use that term like to like I use that as a nickname all the time. Right. That's what I'm that's yeah. Like I say I'm like, oh Benny McGee or like Starlet right. McGee and like Smiley McGee. Like I just say that as a name. That's everyone's name as far as I'm concerned. Remember in Anchorman when they say Tits McGee? Mm-hmm. Like Imagine having your last name being McGee. Imagine your first name being Tits, though. Like, what if that was... Yeah, I don't love that. 
So we had some weird ones at the boutique, though. I'll tell you what. We did have a princess poopy <laughs> from, I want to say from Brazil. And her brother was Nacho. Great name, though. Nacho's I also a had a princess name. named Princess. Princess, Princess. Yes. Yes. And Princess then, McGee. Nothing will beat seven. Yeah. Nothing beats Princess Seven spelled V I I. Yeah. Top of the line. Did you have. Top of the line. Was I hearing the story about you guys or did you guys actually have Princess Noel? Uh, no. Yeah. They. We did have a. We did have that. The mom okay. was. M N O P. J K M N O P. J K M N. We also had A B C D. Absidy. That's a good name, though. Actually, I don't. It's fine. <laughs> the I, spelling may not be great, but I actually like the name. We had to Absidy. name humans, and it's like a big thing because, like, that's their name forever. What about Elon's kid, Squadron X-wing Starfighter Zero? When I when a fucking federal employee has to tell you that you can't name your child that because you've done such a poor job and <laughs> I'm like you're bad at this it's hard it's not that hard yeah also like it's just as someone whose name is spelled wrong don't spell your child's name wrong to be different it's annoying to them. I yeah. promise they are annoyed by it. my parents did not do it on purpose. They were like, this is probably how this is spelled. <laughs> they just did no research. And they were like, that's probably how you spell this. Um, but people who are like, I'm going to spell it this way to make it different. I'm like, your kid hates you. They don't like you for a chunk yeah. of your life because specifically of this choice, they're going to be annoyed. Yeah. Like if you are like, I'm going to name my kid Bob and I'm going to spell it P A U L like that. Your kid's going to hate you. <laughs> no that's when my name's bob but my friends call me paul for <laughs> short like, because that's what your parents named you like i don't understand yeah. <laughs> or if you're the parent and you're going to name the kid something like that's spelled different or like harder to pronounce you can't be mad every time someone doesn't know how to spell it or pronounce it like you have to adjust your expectations to the world like my expectation is that my name is never spelled right and i don't care like, I have not cared for a long time because most of the people spelling it wrong, I'm never going to interact with again. So it doesn't matter. Right. Also, my name is still my name, even if someone spells it wrong. Yeah. Carmen gets very mad when people spell his name wrong. Because well, most because... of the time they move letters around and make it a yeah. completely different name. Yeah. It's not like if they spell it Carmen with an I, like C-A-R-M-I-N or Carmon or... Um, car man, the car, <laughs> car man gets me the least because I'm like, yeah, I'm the car man, you know, but when people just misspell the name and it becomes Cameron, I'm like, I just, that's a, that's a, that's a new person. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a different name. There, there is a person, uh, who, who I work with, um, who has a unique name. I'm not going to share the name just for privacy purposes, but people can go online and fill out surveys uh, and like name people. And when I tell you that it's become, if there was a meme for this person, every, every week there's a new spelling for this person's name. And sometimes it's a, someone, uh, 
they just butcher the names. I'll have to send. I'll have to tell you this offline for privacy purposes. But there's yeah. there's a certain point where how absurd like is is the the rational part of your brain is no longer learning. You're just making up something that actually isn't even a real name. It's not. <laughs> you've turned a real person's name into something that I don't know what it is anymore. Yeah. So you've Cronenberged their name. So, anyways. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, now that we've done that, living in Shondaland. <laughs> um. Yes. Ah. So we're back at it. So what should we talk about now? Should we talk about? Do you want to talk about the uh, the siblings? Yeah, we'll talk about the siblings and also Miranda and uh, Richard. And 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 Derek. Adele, the return Adele. of Adele. <laughs> oh, Queen Adele. So Scarlett watches Doc McStuffins like she's obsessed with Doc McStuffins like she loves it so much. And I also have always loved Doc McStuffins Um, like from when I worked at Disney and like especially was working with kids. I had to know a lot about the Disney Junior lore and I've always loved Doc McStuffins. So I'm very excited that Scarlett loves Doc McStuffins. There is a character on Doc McStuffins voiced by the woman who plays Adele. And I shut up. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Yes. She's a nurse. She's a hippo who is a nurse. She's oh a stuffed hippo goodness. named Hallie and she is Doc McStuffins' nurse. And Scarlett says she is her favorite character. And I'm like, yes, queen. Yeah. Scarlett, you don't even know why I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. but I am. Yeah. I love it. So I just wanted to share that now that Adele has made her triumphant return. So we really have not seen her in a long time. <laughs> Too long. Obvious. Honestly. Oh, also we didn't even talk about the fact that we had a recap in this episode. The first recap in like half a season. It was very hunt heavy. And yeah, I feel like the only thing we got with hunt was like. He the, pushed Christine it, over in, in the beginning. It was like right yeah. in the beginning. But then They're he like, feels hey. really bad about it. Yeah. But it felt like the recap was like, hey, remember, remember hunt, Dr. Hunt. You're about to get a lot of him. And it was like one flash and that was it. I mean, we did get quite a bit in the Alex storyline, but it was And dramatic. Derek. Quite a bit about Derek. Yeah, quite a bit about Derek. Um, All right. okay. So, um, Chris, Christina, Meredith and Bailey have three siblings who have a gene that means they're more likely to develop colon cancer. Is it colon cancer? I thought it was stomach cancer. Well, the colon and the stomach are the same thing. I beg to differ. The colon and the stomach are not the same thing. No, the colon and the bowel are the same thing. Okay. But not the stomach. The colon is a part of the bowel. The colon is the bowel. (laughs) I don't have my brain stopped working right now. I can't okay. even count. No, it's not. It's it's separate. The colon is something separate. Okay, but your colon is where your poop comes from and your bowel is where your poop comes from. Well, the colon is where the, the poop is stored. The bowel is where the, the nutrients are removed from the food creating poop. The bowel is part of the digestive system made up of the small bowel and the large bowel. The large bowel is the colon. Okay. Yes. There. There. I I, I also did that same Google search just now. <laughs> okay. But you said the stomach and the colon were the same. No, That's no. what And made... then I retracted that. 
Oh, but did you say retract or redact? Because it sounds like you just tried to pull no, it no, off I the first. No, I said no. No. It's the intestine. Mm. Mm. It's okay. All right. Well, no spoilies, and this podcast is over because of how much <laughs> I hate Garmin. <laughs> Um, it would have been funny if you would have like put in a spoiler, but like a fake spoiler. Like the small bowel is longer than the large bowel. Oh yeah, the the small intestine is like forty feet, and the large intestine is like seven feet. I feel like those numbers could not be less correct. <laughs> Length of small intestine. Do you still it, poop without a colon? Twenty-two feet. Twenty-two feet is a small intestine. You said 40. Okay, so I was close. You weren't. The large intestine is only five feet. You were closer with that one. <laughs> you were not close with the small. I was I was close. The, the, the proportions were accurate. You said 40. And then I said like eight. That's No, that's you the same. didn't. What did I you say? Just, you guys remember how I, earlier I said no, 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 just I said, say shit? I said the small was, I, I you did said the say small that the small was seven and you said the, no, you said the small was 40 and the large was seven. I said you were close okay. with the large. I was close. You were yeah, not sorry. close with the small. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I got you. I got you. We're on, we're on the same page now. We're saying the same things now. Okay. So the, the colon is the same as the large bowel or large intestine. There we go. Not to be confused with the colon. Now I'm just looking at this like uh, diagram of the anatomy, and I cannot imagine how many of these things I would say wrong if I tried to pronounce them all, so I'm just not going to try. Pancreas. I can say that one right. Okay. Yes. So they uh, stomach or whatever it may be, they have a gene that means they, are, they have a 75% chance of having this cancer. Which is, those are also bad odds. Like, you have Terrible a three out of four odds. chance yeah. of having it. And then the brother's like, that's not so bad. I'm like, I don't know if you know what math is. Because it is so bad. Yeah, those are like, you got a 75% chance of winning. You're going to Vegas to yeah. win money. Like, yeah. just, and I get what he's saying. Like, yeah. The way that they were painting this picture is that, like, the sister is kind of this controlling person. But then the uh, the middle sister, it sounds like she's the middle middle kid who is – she's very beautiful. Uh, she is very, very pretty. No okay, idea who on. she is. So oh. Trisha, 31, along with her yeah. two siblings, are positive for CDH1 gene, which means that each of them has a three and four chance of developing hereditary diffu diffuse gastric cancer. They have already lost several members of their family to this specific cancer. So when they all tested positive for the gene, they were like, we'll just get um, our. I don't know what they're removing, though. They're removing their stomachs because it says gas gastrectomies. Anal leakage. Did you laugh a lot at anal leakage? I oh, absolutely. I did. And I felt bad every time, <laughs> but I still laughed. Um. So gastrectomy. Yeah, it's is, it's removing their is stomach. Is what they're having done. Um which also at one point Meg, who is the beautiful one, was like she she's telling her sister she's like, "Oh, yeah, I don't know if I want it. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. You're removing your stomach." <laughs> like what? Well, do you would I mean, anal leakage, I feel like is something you wouldn't immediately 
think of being a um, result of that. Uh, no, but like I'm not sitting here thinking that. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm not sitting yeah. here thinking that I would have been thinking through the side effects, but I wouldn't be sitting there going, oh, yeah, like the stomach. No, also big no deal. sugar. No, thank you. No, Absolutely I'm done. not. This coffee's 90 percent sugar. Yeah, I also like I just like keep candy in my house so I can eat it. Brownies. Brownies. No more brownies. I have a giant bag of M&Ms in my fridge that I just mm-hmm. eat. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I kind of, I see both sides. I see the hesitation, but I also see the side that Trish is on because I have a lot of anxiety. So I definitely feel like if you have, um, all those family members and you've watched them all pass away from this, like very kind of sounds long and drawn out situation. And then you find out you have this gene. I I do understand like the being proactive part of it. And then they find a tumor when they're in there, when they're doing her surgery. The thing, the thing that I have, um, I've always had a little bit of a hard time with medical shows is when you know, you have that gene, I guess you wouldn't have known. None of these people have kids. But it sounds like just this whole family, this lineage has been riddled with this disease. Mm -hmm. So, So, I mean, there are definitely people that they have genetic markers that when they make a baby, like they will pass along the same thing. We did genetic testing before we got pregnant to see if we were carriers for different things. And we were both, I'm a carrier for... Oh my God. What's it called? It's something with the lungs. It's I'm blanking on it now, but you both to to pass it on, you both have to be a carrier. And then there's a 25% chance that your kid will actually have it. Um, so, but that was the only thing that, but I will say we did it through 23 and me. Um, and when you opt to do genetic testing like they'll tell you they're like once you have this information you can't unhave it so like seriously think about if you want to know these results before you this is not just like this could be a life-altering piece of information so which is i'm glad they do that i've i have yeah. not done that jessica and i do want to do that someday yeah you you definitely should i mean i think anybody should do it for their own peace of mind and then especially if you're thinking about having children as well just because like it can help you prepare for, you know, something that you might not really think is a possibility. Yeah. Like the possibility that I'm not actually Italian. Like what kind of plot twist would that be, right? Well, my thing is, and I've like watched videos where they talk about it and they're like, the thing about heritage is the way that DNA breaks down. Yeah. You probably like, if you did a DNA test, it's not going to come back that you're a hundred percent Italian. No, I never not. once thought I was. And it might need not even be like a larger percentage. Like it might be. I mean, my last name is Werner. That's obviously very German, but I don't have like I have and I do have like a German in my DNA, but there's more um, like Scottish and Irish in my DNA than there is German. But heritage wise, like I know more about the German um, ancestry right. because right. that's just like what's more baked in and like what's important to my family. So like. That's what they say. They're like heritage and culture wise. Like it's not going to make you not Italian. 
but it might just not be what you expect. It's interesting. I mean, it's expensive, but they always have sales like around black Friday and stuff. So if anyone's thinking about doing it, I definitely recommend it. Like I think it's, it's also just really cool to like, and it can break down, um, like timeline wise when certain DNA entered into your family history. It's just really cool. So yeah, it's expensive, definitely but do it. if you have, and we're not money, even adver- we're not even it. sponsored by twenty three. We're really right? not, <laughs> but and there's a bunch of them. Not um, yet. I really like twenty three and Me. It's just like super user friendly, um, and I know there's like conspiracy theories about them like keeping your DNA and like planting it at crime scenes or selling it to the government, and like that's so fucking dumb. Like anytime someone says that, I'm like, I am not important enough for the government to want my DNA. That's stupid. It's just dumb. Like, I just, you're trying so hard to find something to be afraid of. You can also yeah. opt for them to destroy your DNA after you do, you do the test. So, like, it's literally fine. Like, I just can't. <laughs> um, anyways. So, um, yes. That's the genetic testing story. Um, yeah. And then, so Meg and Mike is the brother. They're like hesitant and then Trish does it and they find the tumor and then Meg's like, you know what? It's kind of like a wake up call. She's like, fuck, like we are going to get this. Like there's no way that we don't. So she immediately goes into it and then Mike's like, no, I'm not going to because I have a frat and I want to date girls and not have anal leakage. Um, And jelly beans. I like jelly beans. That's honestly his best argument. If I'm being honest, as long as they're the starburst or the skittle. Jelly My thing is, I'm just like sugar in general. And like, uh, like the, I, th- I mean, it's obviously going to be a huge lifestyle change. It's not this, the surgery and then recovery. Like if you can't eat sugar for the rest of your life, especially here in the States, sugar's in everything. You can't even get bread without sugar in it. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's a huge lifestyle no fruit. change. You're done. No more fruit ever. Well, it might be added sugars. Like it oh. might not be natural. Su- I mean, I don't know. I truly don't know. But, um, yeah, so he's still on the fence, and then, you know, at the end of it, Trisha's like, well, he's gonna do it. Like, I don't care if he says he's not going to. Like, I'm going to make him do it. And I kind of am on the fence about this, because obviously she has the trauma of watching, like, everyone in her life die. Yeah, she was, and he even like, says that. He's like, you yeah. have that trauma. I don't. Yeah, he's like, your fear is not my fear. And I'm like, maybe it should be a little bit. Just like mathematically speaking. <laughs> right. It The thing that I will say that I, I kind of steer away from her side at that point is you at, at what cost, right? Like does your desire to save your brother push him away and you lose your brother? Yeah, that's my thought. That was my thought is um, is that I wrote the quote down like you don't leave the people you love alone or something like that, which I kind of, I don't know. I, I see where she's coming from. Um, when she's talking to Meredith and obviously it's meant to mirror Meredith, like being like, Derek's fine. I can just leave him alone. Like, blah, 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 whatever he wants to be alone. Whatever. Um, Clearly that's a man. That's a man who wants to be left. Doesn't want to be left alone. Yeah. It's just whatever. Um, I can't find the quote now and I know I wrote it down. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like, I see both sides. Um, her fear is going to save his life as someone who has a lot of fears that are probably often 
unnecessary. Um, I don't love that notion because I'm like, I don't necessarily want to put my fears onto other people. If I want to act in a way that makes me feel better about it, that's different than me forcing other people to kind of conform to that. I don't know. It's yeah. I see where she's coming from. I see where he's coming from again, though. He is 23. So he's, he's dumb. Uh, I'm sorry. I just think a 23 year old boy is probably dumb. Like he might not be stupid, but he's dumb, which is fine. We all have that. Um, especially in like the teenage years. Again, the frontal cortex is not fully developed until you're 25. You're not even a whole person yet. Um, and let Tony get us started on the occipital lobe, the occipital lobe. (laughs) Occipital man. I'll tell you what, man, that shit's wild. Uh, yeah. So I ultimately, I don't know what I think he'll decide. Um, I unfortunately think he's going to have to have some kind of trauma to push him to do it. Or maybe he sees his sisters come out of this recovery and like it not being. So the thing about those consent forms is they have to legally put like the worst case scenario on there. That's like the whole point of them. So, uh, obviously like the worst things are going to be on there. So it does seem scary, but that doesn't mean that that's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. What would you do? That is, wow. That is, that's, that's hard. Um, yeah. Selfishly, the no sugar thing, I, I don't think I can do. It's hard. That's, that's the part that like, just like having to shift the entire way, everything you eat. Yeah. That would be the hardest. Cause uh, we are both big foodies. Yeah. I would have a hard time with that. I think the, the part that I most align with him is I haven't seen someone suffer the way that yeah. my older sister has. Now I have the burden of being the oldest child. So I do see where Trish is coming from. Well, and Meg's argument of like, well, she, the reason that she's the one that decides everything is because all the other people who would decide things are dead. She's the yeah. only one old enough to like decide things. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they I say think... like, this is such a fast cancer because they, they're in there like monthly checking them. Like she was in like a month ago and her stomach was clear and now they have a full tumor. That, so clearly that's what blows it's my very mind. rapid. Yeah. I think that's the thing that knowing, knowing that that would have pushed me over the edge. I would yeah. have done it. So like you could be as proactive as you want to be and it's still like doesn't matter apparently so yeah yeah i think i think ultimately i would do it life yeah. even without sugar is still life i think yeah. ultimately more than death <laughs> yeah life, life is life more than death is i'll follow <laughs> you into the dark um <laughs> yeah <sighs> that's so fucking yeah that's uh, it's it's an it's an un there's no win Right. Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. Win. For sure. Because also the the thing that that is scary too is you do it, and then you get another form of cancer. Right. Like, what are the risks that you yeah. still get a form of cancer? You live your whole life without sugar, just or to like get you live your whole anyways. life wondering would I have even actually gotten cancer? And there's literally no way to ever know what would have happened either way. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely one of those things where you're just kind of going to be questioning it, I think, forever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways, during that whole thing, Richard is being a huge piece of shit to Bailey because he's mad that she is um, applying for this Peds fellowship whilst simultaneously watching, you know, his hospital crumble. He's obviously still all been out of shape about being number 12. Um, Derek is like, for some reason, his angel savior. And so he's big stress that Derek isn't there. Um, so he's taking that on top of them being mad about the Peds fellowship. He's like taking anger out about that on Bailey. He again yells at her in the OR in front of people, which as I have said before, no need to yell at work. Um, and I, I think it's appropriate that she approached him and she's like, I understand that you're upset with me, but you can't talk to me like that in my OR in front of my residence because that like takes away from my authority and she's correct. Oh, so. absolutely. I'm I'm for sure on on Bailey's side on this one. And I even wrote like she she is in the right. Yeah. Weber's being a dick. Weber in this episode has taken away a lot of goodwill that I have as a fan of his. Uh mostly because like he's he's being a child. Yeah, a lot of this season is a bad look for him. Like when he's when he's in that surgery and they're going back and forth about the differing of opinions on like staples versus sutures. Yeah, and it's like medical. Like these are valid medical opinions that are like normal differences to have. Yeah, and and that's fine. At the end of the day, Weber is the one running that surgery, so like his opinion does outrank Bailey's. Just like if mm-hmm. she was running the surgery, her opinion would outrank one of the interns or any anyone else if she was running the surgery. But when he goes, you don't get an opinion here. This is my hospital, and I want all you people to do what I say. Like, damn, bro, you are not having a good time right now. Yeah, calm down. He's not doing the most. In fact, it's it's the least. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was bummed with him um, and how he was he was handling this episode. It makes sense uh, that uh, that that Bailey goes and gets Adele involved. The yeah. scene between them afterwards is good, and like I'm glad they have a little bit of a reconciliation. But it's also funny that Adele's like Bailey. Get that fucking smirk off your face because you just tattled on a grown ass man to his wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. You both are I also love stupid. That. So, yeah, I love when I love the whole scene with um, Adele coming in and she's, uh, she says, like, get in the conference room and she, like, tears Richard a new one. And then she's like, you know what, Bailey? You're not fucking better because you didn't fix it yourself. You just called me and tattled on him. Um, And then the resolution between the two of them. I don't know. I just feel like Weber didn't do anything. He just he was very passive about it. Like, Bailey gave this whole speech and she's like, this is what I think you're doing. And you know, I'm sorry. And then he's like, me too, but she shouldn't have to apologize because her career path now looks different than what he thought it was going to. But I guess she's really more apologizing for calling Adele, <laughs> which I, is like valid, I guess. I do. I do see where Weber is coming from, from like a mentee mentor relationship. I see where his like anger and disappointment is coming from. It's his handling of it. Yes. That I don't like Yes. Correct. To be clear, I don't I don't 
agree with how he's handling it. Yeah. But I, I do see as someone who has mentored people uh, and someone who has been a, a mentee of people, there's kind of like this unspoken agreement. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to give you my opinion. And if you don't do what my opinion is, then you either need to explicitly tell me this up front or just listen to my opinion. Mm. And I'm not saying not, not like, hold on. That's that's not how I want to fully articulate that. Um, there's something to be said about once you start down a path, you reach a point of no return. And I feel like in Weber's eyes, they've reached that point of no return in their relationship and how he was grooming her to take over for him. Mm-hmm. That this this blindsided him in a big way. It's it's understandable that he was hurt, but how he's reacting is not understandable. Yeah. Does that make um, more sense? I w- I'm trying to like... A little bit. I just like, I don't feel like... If it's unspoken, then I don't feel like it's fair to have any weight put on it. Like, if it's unspoken, then it's an expectation, not, like, a guarantee. Um, And if, you know, if you enter into, like, a mentor-mentee relationship and the mentee says, you know, I'm not 100% sure where my career path is going. This is kind of what I'm thinking. I don't think that the mentor gets the... Uh, right to be like, well, if you don't know 100%, then you're just going to do what I say because I have no, I more experience. So I'm going to say what you should do. And if you don't do it, then I'll be mad. Um, so it's, yeah, it's mainly just his reaction more than anything else that's the issue, truly, when it comes down to it. Um, and then, I mean, I do like the point that she makes where she's like, would you be this mad if I wasn't going into peds? Like, would you be this mad if it was neuro? Like, is it because you think it's soft and you think that you're going soft because I'm being soft? And like, and I don't really feel like there's a lot of resolution because I feel like he just sits there in silence for a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and that to me, I'm just like, well, like, make me feel better about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't seem resolute. Yeah. And it also doesn't really feel like Weber is making the strides to be better in this episode. And because he's also, he's not just being a dick to Bailey. He's intentionally or unintentionally being very dismissive of I think it's unintentional. I think other than Bailey, it's all feels more unintentional and more just like distracted and his head is not in the game because he's so like mad that he's not being listened to. Obviously a lot of the Bailey stuff is also because Derek pushes back when he's like, get in here and like be a surgeon and Derek doesn't listen to him. And he's like, I'm now going to assert my dominance in every possible outlet because like one person didn't listen to me. So I am going to force everybody to do exactly what I say and obey me or like, I'm going to crumble as a human being. (laughs) Yeah. All of my self-worth is based on if people listen to my authority. Yeah. Which is like medium. Um, don't love it. Yeah. But not uncommon, unfortunately. Um, so yeah. Men. The other right? yeah, <laughs> honestly. Um the the thing that I didn't like about this episode with Weber, in addition to that, was two things. Uh so Mark is still hurt from the punches. Like physically hurt. Like physically wounded. Callie's like, you shouldn't operate. <laughs> yeah. Can't even hold Lexi's hand. 
and he goes and, and does like two very intricate surgeries and he comes out and he's like, well, chief, I am your hero that you needed. And yeah. Weber's response is like, okay, so where's Derek? Yeah. Like, like that's, where? it's Go so talk like, to he's him. so wrapped up. This man cannot separate anything in his mind. Like he's just not being a good leader right now. Like this is what you want to like be searching for the reason your hospital is number 12. It's fucking because of you. Look in the mirror. Literally. And then the other one was when he is like, hey, Meredith, I need to talk to you and interject <laughs> myself into your personal life. Um, in a big way. <laughs> Derek's going to propose. So yeah. do what you want with that. Wasn't even here, but get him <laughs> back to the hospital. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a man who needs saving. Oh, my gosh. Why don't yeah. you just fucking um, show up, Weber? Go to his house. Go to the fucking Airstream. Yeah. Yeah, some shit goes down in this one. Um, well, I don't even. So with the Derek thing, I guess we can get into that. Let's we're do done it. with the, the siblings. Um, so Derek is like hasn't been to the hospital in three days he uh jen's husband is suing him for wrongful death or malpractice whatever it may be um and they have a deposition so he goes to the deposition and in the deposition the lawyers are like here's the people you've saved and here's the people you've killed and this one is higher so you're a murderer and obviously we keep coming back around to that he even references the serial killers in this episode like he says more than Dahmer. Bundy, Bundy and, and Manson. Manson combined. Unfair comparison, but whatever. Um, and so he's not in a good place as a human being because he or is such an idiot. <laughs> he's also not in a good place like uh, the show. Yeah, he's, he's in the bad in, place, he's which in is the where bad he's place. going because he's a bad person. <laughs> Um, so he's upset and he's, uh, and Weber's like, Oh good. You're here. Like do these surgeries. He's like, no, I'm leaving. And Weber's like, I know you just lost a patient, but like, it's time to fucking move on. And he just like ignores him and just fucking leaves. Um, which is, I do feel like it's his right. You know, if he's not in a good mindset to be cutting into people's brains. Clearly we've seen what happens when he's not in a good mindset to cut into people's brains. He just is like cuts out half of them. So, um, over half, what did we decide on? Like 75%. He was leaving yeah. the brain stem and the fucking occipital and, uh, parietal. Yeah. Occipital. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So it's, um, yeah, <sighs> Derek. Um, they really make him look deranged in this episode, too. They really do. It's like, really, when you have that much hair, it's kind of crazy what just rough rustling it up a little bit does to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you did say he was going to be drunk this whole episode, and he wasn't drunk, uh, but you did say he wasn't going to go to work, which he didn't. So you're like medium, he, medium right. He was drunk in the end. and Yeah, he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he, I don't think he was drunk for the deposition. Yeah, like, yeah, I think he was yeah, sober for that. That's fair, that's fair. Um, so he's upset. And Meredith's like, you know, these a lot of people come to you as a last resort anyways because, like, they know you take impossible cases. Also, a lot of that is the clinical trial. Um, 
and like what 12 people from that died so it does if you are just glancing at it from that it kind of looks like if you pulled 12 the number would maybe be the same or the the living people would be higher um and i then wonder i'm like okay are you also taking into account the number of people who are now being saved by what you've created from the clinical trial I don't think so, but it doesn't matter. That's not the point. Derek is not like looking at the big picture as Meredith says. And he's like, this is the big picture. Um, so he leaves and everyone's like, Meredith, like, are you going to go do something? He's like, she's like, no, he's going to be fine. He just like needs some like alone time. <laughs> um, and your Meredith impression is just so good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, she loves to say people are fine. She loves to say she's fine. She loves to say Christina's fine. She loves to say Derek's fine. She loves to not have emotional intelligence. Yeah. Even though she went to therapy. They are all fucking lemons. So, my God, he's such a piece of shit. Um, I want to I call out that I knew, I knew this episode was going to be starting off. It started off uh, terrible for Derek when... So he's just sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Boxes of Chinese food everywhere, which are, which are good. I love the Chinese food. But he's picking out the marshmallows, and he's wasting the marshmallows from what looks like to be some sort of knockoff Lucky Charm situation. Right. Uh, and then a- Alex is even like, dude, he's picking out the best fucking parts and wasting it. And then Derek yeah. slams the box in his chest as he walks away. Dick! So I knew yeah. things were going to go downhill from there. Yeah. Um, so he's going to the hospital for the deposition. It goes really poorly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, I can't be a doctor anymore because I've killed people. I'm like, People, you have un, you have been unsuccessful in saving people, which is so different than killing people. Like I, it's like you that want to defend him, and he doesn't fucking it. want to hear anyone's defense. He just wants to crawl into this specific mistake, curl up, and die. And it's so frustrating to watch. I, even as someone who doesn't like Derek, although I'll tell you, like seriously. I feel a lot of this journey has been like, Oh, I don't like Derek. Am I being like overdramatic about it? Like, why don't I like him? And there are some episodes where I'm like, well, clearly like he is like, he's bad at a lot of things relationship wise. And then I get to this episode and I'm like, this is the shit because when you know, I think when you're in a relationship with someone, it's easy to know the most hurtful things you can say to them. Or things you can say to push someone's buttons. But to say every single one of those things to someone's face. And then... With a baseball bat. So intimidating. I thought he was going to hit her. Just expect forgiveness. Or like, just expect like them to be like out. Or I don't even know like what the expectation is at this point. Because... I mean, he wants her to go. He he is saying he wants to be left alone. And like, yes, there are times when people do want to be left alone, but there are also times when you do also need the reassurance that other people aren't abandoning you or like thinking less of you because of a mistake that you've made. And I mean, he just says awful things to her. He says the receipts, pull up the receipts. Yeah. 
Um, you should understand better than anyone else. You wrote the bit, the book on quitting on running on hiding. You've written a lot of books. You're here now. You've wanted me out since the day I moved in. You're incapable of anything that resembles commitment. You lied to me. You said you were healthy and you were healed, but there's no fixing you. You're a lemon. Go home, Meredith. That's what, this is what you want. I'm giving you an out. I said, leave. And then she says, I know there's a ring that she told me. And he's like, you want the ring? Here's the ring. Takes it out, hits it with the bat. And, and then she still is like, I'm not leaving. We're in this together. And he says, go home. And that's when she leaves. Good on you, Meredith, for not, I mean, I guess you're proving him wrong. She's fighting for them. She's fighting fighting for them them the whole time. And he is fighting her. Like he doesn't want anything to do with her. He's like, wants to be done with the relationship. Like it's so fucked up. He wants to be done with everything. He wants to, he literally wants to just wallow in this one case. Yeah. I will say I didn't realize is, has Derek always been a lefty? I don't know. He's swinging the baseball bat left-handed. Maybe it's just for like the way that the angle of the camera was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we just need you to swing lefty, whether you are or not. Mm-hmm. But he's he's just like drunkenly swinging away this bat of the beer cans, yeah. Saying all the aggressive shit, yeah. I don't know how he comes out of it. I don't know how he comes out of this one. I have no predictions to be made for for Derek. But at I the end, say, he says so the ahead. hurtful shit. He yeah. swings the swings the at, at the ring. The ring goes away. I will say. Uh. He had a sick bat flip at the end. It was really good. It was a good bat flip. Like, as someone also, who loves baseball, it was a good bat flip. If he is going to hit that ring, that teensy ring, with the accuracy at which he hit it, it would not be that close to that trailer. It would no. be, like, gone, no. like, in yeah. the woods. Like, it yeah. would not. The shot, the artsy shot, which this uh, this artsy shot was way less annoying than the paddle drop one, where they show the ring with, like, the <laughs> yeah. trailer in the background. Like, it's too close. If he hit it with a baseball bat with that much fervor, it's over the that cliff. That thing's gone. Like, it's out of there. It's in a tree. It's in a bird's nest. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah, she, go, oh, also, I mentioned, she gets to the trailer and says, you took all of your clothes out of the house. Like, he moved out of her house. He just unilaterally was like, oh, I'm not in my best spot career-wise, so I'm just going to break up with you and burn every bridge that I've ever had. Which is like, this is... This looks now to be a serial pattern because when shit went down with Addison, he was like, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to start a new life. He's doing the same thing. I can't handle this big life altering thing. So I'm just going to start a new life. I'm like, yeah. bro, go to therapy. Um, I also, though, I will say I do agree. The chief should not have said he has a ring. He's planning to propose. Like, I don't feel like that's a good argument to get Meredith to do what you want. Yeah, it's uh it's very manipulative and but it's it's selfish. It's not Yeah. You're He's not doing it to be like this will help you. This will help save your relationship. That's not where that comment is coming from. Yeah, it's hey, you need to go save Derek so he can get back to my fucking hospital. Yeah. Not you need to go save your relationship. Yeah. It was not framed that way at all. It's not there wasn't a whole episode of Weber being a dick because he's mistreating Meredith. It's 
because Derek is mistreating Meredith. It's I'm being a dick because my hospital, my hospital, me, 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 me. And it's Meredith's the only one who's fighting for something bigger than just herself in that yeah. scenario. So. <sighs> Fucking Derek. Am I right? Yeah, truly. You really literally are right. Like I, the, obviously everyone knows I'm not a fan of Derek and like this shit is so fucked up. And like, I know that the everyone in this show like has moments where they're bad at relationships. But to me, this is the worst. Like to me, this is worse than cheating because it's like the intention behind it is just to hurt her and to get her to like leave you, like be out of your life completely. And I just like, uh, to me, it's just worse than anything else relationship wise that we've seen. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh man. I, I have no predictions on this one though, but it is, it's a, it's a bad look, bad look overall for Derek. Um, we'll say this originally you said that Derek was going to propose in the season five finale. Do you still think that is the timeline or that he'll propose at all? I do. I do still think that he proposes in the season five finale. I don't okay. think that they're done. They're not, they're not broken up. Derek will come out of this. Dr. Cox came out of it. Derek yeah. can come out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that's probably not a fair assessment to say those things are related because Dr. Cox is a better doctor than Derek is. <laughs> Dr. Cox is the goat. So anyways, uh, that's, that's all I had for, uh, for, for, Derek specifically. I think there's a couple of other smaller things that I want to talk about real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need to talk about Owen for sure. Owen. Yes. But also let's talk about Mark and Lexi real quick. Um, yes. I, I could have cried in that last scene when she's like, that's the part that made me emo. Uh, and it like really caught me off guard. Yeah. When he says, you think you broke me. You're the one that put me back together. I was like, Oh, I have <laughs> moist eyeballs. <laughs> like it, like it yeah. fucking came out of left field. Like I did not expect to react that way. Like it literally was just like, whoom, and I was like, oh my god, because they really aren't even together that much in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's- oh my, my heart, like it was like the Grinch. My heart grew like twelve sizes for them. I, I was know. like, oh my god, like I, it's like wild that that one little line could do so much and he acts with his whole face in that scene it his is, eyes mean, his eyebrows eyes, like, his ears it's, are doing it's so yeah it's not him just saying something like he is saying that because it is true yeah and like it just like got to me so much that's why i said this episode made me emo because it really wasn't the whole episode like obviously the derek stuff pissed me off but like this one like 10 second scene like almost had me in tears. Like it was so unexpected. Well, and then you got to give credit to the writers because he's, they're like going to walk away. It's super cute. She's like, Oh, Oh my hand. Ow. (laughs) And then, uh, the shadow shepherd's like, Hey, uh, Mark, you want to, Dr. Son, you want to get a drink? And he's like, uh, rain check, John. And he's like, "Eh, it's Jim. It's Jim. (laughs) So you go from like this, 
heartfelt moment where you're like pitter pattering and your 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 eyes are getting ready to cry, and then you're like, fucking Mark Sloan. He's still Mark Sloan, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, poor Jim. I'll tell you what though. Poor Feel bad Jim. for Shadow Shepherd. Junior varsity Derek Shepherd. Um yeah. But yeah, I I really that was one of the scenes that I really was like, oh my gosh, that's like that's I don't know. And when Lexi's like, we we have a survival rate of three percent. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, you know, it's it's love. I love love. If Derek doesn't propose to Meredith, Mark's gonna propose to Lexi. Yeah, one of the two is gonna happen before the season five finale, or um, on the season five finale. Yeah, so, ugh, my heart. That one really got me. Um, also, uh, Callie in Arizona. The end scene in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Callie, like, Callie's like, I'm going to play hard to get, but not really. <laughs> but I can't commit to the bit. Yeah. Oh, too um, funny. So, yeah, Arizona says that she she made the wrong judgment call. Um and she uh, she does want to take Callie to dinner. And Callie's like, let me see about my schedule. Like, I'm really busy. And then walks away and then immediately is like, tomorrow? Tomorrow's good? Tomorrow- I check my schedule so fast. Tomorrow's good. I can do tomorrow. <laughs> Please don't change your mind. Um, I whipped so, open yeah. my, my Blackberry and it says that I'm good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The other thing, so you, let's let's talk about Christina and Hunt, and we'll end end the episode there. You think, huh? This is a long episode. Holy cow! Yeah, we uh, earlier I said I don't know if this will be a full two hours, and it is gonna be two hours. It was two so. hours plus. Maybe we'll split it into two pieces again. Um, so okay. Uh, Hunt at the beginning is asleep in the hallway. Christina's like goes over, is like, hey, bud, and he's just like. Hah! And like smacks her, and so she falls into a one of those metal shelves, and it cuts her arm. And so then he like feels very guilty, which like obviously it's his fault, but he wasn't intentional. So like, she's trying to like blow it off, like oh no big deal, you know, like it's fine, I understand, like it wasn't intentional. But like, there's somewhere to be met in the middle between him being like you have to stay away from me and her being like it's literally fine we'll just ignore it um there's obviously something in the middle uh because they do need to address it um the end where she says uh it's gonna take more than a bad dream to scare me away and he says it's not just a bad dream or is more than a bad dream and she's like i know um, but I just I I think she does know conceptually, but she doesn't know the gravity of what that means in the reality of what PTSD can do to a person. Right. So I think she's kind of just living in a world. She's out of her depth, but doesn't really necessarily know it yet. Maybe. Or she just is so love struck that she doesn't care. Yeah. Who knows? This is also like the first real relationship post Burke, so she hasn't really had anything since then i don't know you know it's like weird well we also a big relationship yeah this is if this is her rebound she is in for a doozy (laughs) so yeah yeah i i i still when she when he was sleeping and she was walking up i knew i was like he's gonna fucking lose it he's gonna lose it right now like this is so predictable shonda you're a rookie you're a rookie now (laughs) 
Don't. Nothing that you can do can surprise me anymore, Shonda. He untrue. said, knowing that was untrue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, as a lie. As a lie. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm happy for them. I want to see them succeed. It's just, uh, I don't know if they, I don't know if they have. I don't know if Hunt's going to be Hunt's. I don't know how long Hunt's going to be in the show. They're going to write Hunt off for some reason. Okay. Uh, okay. Before we do hunt. ratings and predictions, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I think we hit all the major things. Uh, I think that's it. Just uh, good to see, good to see George back doing something, <laughs> and glad to hear about all my incredible predictions. And I'm happy to make some more. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. So Izzy and Alex, you think Izzy's dying season five finale? Yes, and and Alex will be slowly written off the show because he is so sad. And by slowly, okay. I mean he'll be slowly written off the show over the next seven seasons. Cool. Alex makes it to season 13, is my prediction. And but then But Izzy leaves. dies and then leaves. But Izzy, Izzy for sure stays. Uh, she dies this season. She dies this season for sure. And stays dead or pulls a Denny and haunts Alex. Ooh. <laughs> that never crossed my mind. I hope <laughs> that she comes back to haunt. No, she doesn't because she said stuff about the writers. They don't bring her back. <laughs> um, okay. Um, or they, they bring back Izzy, but they make it another character. And we're also, they bring back Catherine Heigl, but it's not Izzy. It's like, no, no, here's Izzy's twin. (laughs) They bring back Izzy's daughter also played by Catherine. Heigl. (laughs) (laughs) They bring back Susan to play Izzy's defense. (laughs) I had the hiccups. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Weber, anything with Weber no but he's in my doghouse right now I yeah. I have no predictions for Weber wait until next episode because I'm, I'm mad at him right now uh what about Bailey and her fellowship situation she's gonna get in I I think that she will I don't think she's gonna back down I think she's gonna stick with the peds she's gonna work within that that team um because I think that they've written her character as someone who can still be not that we use the term the Nazi anymore, but we have a character that they've written who's so strong-willed and mm-hmm. so disciplined that that's the name. That's the that's the quote-unquote best name that they could think of even back in the 2000s. They thought that that was okay. Uh, they have someone who's so strong-willed. I think that that person is going to be so much more dynamic being in a role like that. Mm-hmm. But Bailey? Oh, man. If if I knew that private practice was running as long as Gray's, I would say that they were going to write her into private practice. But <laughs> yeah, she's going to stick with the Pete's Fellowship. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't have anything for Meredith and Derek. Uh, they're they're going to be together. It's they're going to fight through it. He's still going to propose season five finale. Okay. Um. Is this Chris. is this Shadow Shepherd guy? Do we get more of him, or is this just a one episode bit that they that they did? He's in more episodes, but okay, he's not like 
This is, I will say, one of my favorite thing that shows do is like, obviously, this is a hospital. There are more than like the 12 doctors that we see, but they never acknowledge it. And so when they bring him in and like they're like, oh, you must be new here. And he's like, I've worked here for 10 years. Like, yeah. I love it when shows acknowledge that, like, what they are portraying is, like, unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, ah, Mark Sloan, Plastics. Yeah, we've, we've, we've met. met. Three times. <laughs> I've been here longer than you and Derek combined. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love that. Um, yeah. So he's in, like, a handful of episodes. So. Okay. Good. Good. It's not like I, I, want, I want to root for that there. guy. I want to see a face off of the two of them. <laughs> um. I think, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Lexi and Mark, anything? You just said that you think he'll propose if Derek doesn't I, propose. I like them. I like them together. Oh, what about Derek and Mark? Because first of all, we didn't talk oh, about yeah. how everyone is telling Mark to go like talk to Derek. And he's like, I'm not going to go apologize to him. Like he was wrong. We've all lost patience and he fucking punched me. Like, I don't give a shit. Um, and I'm kind of on Mark's side. Um, all he did that. was have a little bit of poor timing on sharing the yeah. Lexi news. Like yeah. that didn't deserve a punch. I or several. Yeah. Um so yeah. My Do you prediction, have anything for them? They're gonna become best friends again. I just don't know what it's gonna ha- like what's gonna happen to make it like mm-hmm. okay with them. But I think that well, I don't know. They really beat the Meredith and Christina storyline to a fucking pulp. So <laughs> they may milk this one into season six. I don't fucking know. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if I have any other predictions. Oh, Cali in Arizona. Oh, they're going to smush. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're cute together. I like them. Okay. Anything else you just feel the need to declare before we rate it? Don't forget to rate it. We have to rate it. Oh, shit. Uh, this episode was... It's a three three point five. Mm, I think it's like a three point nine. It was maybe it's a four. It's a four. I'm gonna say four. Again, this is. I was looking at it post Ahsoka. <laughs> I think objectively there are because we've talked about this for a fucking long time. So it, it was a it was a good episode. It I elicited a lot of it. reactions. Yeah. Be them negative or not, it wasn't negative because, like, we are saying the episode was bad. We might not like what the characters are doing, but I think that just speaks to good writing. Yeah. I think we spent so much time talking about the Izzy thing. Yeah. And because there were so many facets of Izzy's storyline here that I enjoyed, but there wasn't, like, drama. There wasn't, like... Except for those slow-mo paddles, am I right? The slow-mo paddles. <laughs> it was It was really... It was just kind of storyline and development of the characters and then Derek being a dickhead. So there wasn't like a ton that happened. And I disagree with a lot of how Weber was acting in this episode that ruined it for me, but there wasn't like, there wasn't drama. There wasn't like, I guess the dramatic, the the dramatic, the dramatic (laughs) part was when they found the tumor in Trisha's stomach. Um, you know, but other than that, it, it was, Kind of, kind of lo- a low I will say key this episode. is the first episode in a long time that we've gotten so many new patients. Cause like, yeah, for so long we've had like the patients are reoccurring. So we haven't had like this many new patients all at once. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I'm going to uh, say four what, because it did, it four. did elicit a lot of reactions out of me. Um, 
again, some of them were negative, but I think that's the point. Like I'm not supposed to be like, yeah, Derek, that was great what you did there. Um, so again, obviously yeah. sometimes you just have episodes that are building up and things are meant left unresolved. It's not like a cliffhanger, but it's kind of a cliffhanger. Um, it's not like a cliffhanger. Like it was when Seth Green's throat exploded. Um, man loved that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think that's it for this one. Sorry, this was long. We, uh, I'm going to we'll split it. I'm going to okay, split, we're it. Gonna split it. I'm going to split um, it. And we're not going to have uh, a, a mid-roll sponsor. We're going to have uh, just silence. And then I, maybe <laughs> I'm going to go back and record something. I'll record an intro. We'll be good. I'll do it. Okay. Thank you so much. Call this You're two so episodes. Kind. This is a lot. This was a lot of, uh, <laughs> this was a hearty, chunky Campbell's chicken noodle soup episode here. Yeah, it really was. Really. This is, this is some some progresso what is it is it per- no progresso it's is not delivery others? it's de giorno no the the good soup is it progresso i, I like progresso, progresso but I, I like campbell's better than progresso i don't oh I boy don't. oh boy <laughs> friendship over civil okay. war <laughs> i watched that the other day did you also um, watch okay. chris evans get married he did get married yeah. a lot of people's feelings are hurt about it but like well he's not he's, gonna marry you so it's he's probably also fine. <laughs> not following the half your age plus seven rule so are you aware of who taylor swift is allegedly dating right now because me it's brought me so much joy it's travis no. kelsey oh my god oh wow. i don't know if you no. know who that is he's the the guy from the chiefs the tight end for the that's chiefs. the one that, that, that i like because he spells kelsey like i spell kelsey and his so number his is 87 brother. which is my birthday it, oh yeah that, and his brother okay listen to this his brother and his brother uh his brother and his wife wait so is travis kelsey the one who plays for the chiefs Travis Kelsey plays for the Chief and his brother yeah. plays for the Eagles. Yeah. Jason yeah. Kelsey is married to Kylie Kelsey and they have three kids. He and married one of their his kids' sister? name and one of their kids' name is Bennett. Oh. And one of their kids' name is Wyatt. And that's our other name. Whoa. Isn't that wild? I was like, Michael, they're doing the same thing. Isn't that so crazy? Anyways, crazy. okay. So unrelated. I'm not gonna get but... a even a even an acknowledgement for my hilarious no. he married a sister joke. Not funny. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Thank you guys for listening to this very long episode. Or just episodes, plural. Episodes. Um, let us know if you have feelings or thoughts, or if we've, you know, mispronounced something else, because we probably did, or will in the future, because we're not doctors. Asapetal. Um, uh, and uh, you can follow us on all the things. You can find our Patreon and the link tree in our Instagram bio. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. I'm just talking to people strangers over there about Grey's Anatomy all the time um coming up on 100 100 episodes for Grey's uh wild so we're trying to sort out our scheduling because we got to record a shit ton before we go to Florida in a month um so yeah um thank you guys so much for your support please continue to share us leave ratings and reviews and if you see Carmen walking down the street just remember, no spoilies. Do not think about it. The show is cranking out that hot, stanky content, just like we are. And we will see you all in the next one. <laughs>